Check me out now. Tony. Yeah. Walked out of Louis looking like a virgin discount. If it ain't a hundred, it's a miscount. Seven days a week, I smoke six ounces. If a chick with me, she like big house. If a chick with me, she like foreign cars. If a chick with me, she like go yard. If a chick with me, she like protein. Make a sucker rich nigga clothes off. Pull it to the flame with my doze off. Try to count a million and I dozed off. And I got my fingers in the air. Yeah. Hanging with Paul Bear. Turn you to lawn care. Rex in my mind, Claire. Yeah, this just a small shell. Hold up, make sure it's all there. Yeah. I go to sleep in design. What up, podcasters? One half of the Gold Members Podcast. Certified Gold Member Herb Reed. What's good, family? It's your boy Tyson, man. Other half of the Certified Gold Member Podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, man, at Gold Members Podcast. Check us out, follow us, man, and hit us in them DMs. You already know, man. And check us out on all the top streaming platforms, too. You feel me? We on Apple, we on Spotify, we on Amazon, man. Some of your favorites. We real easy to get to. Plus, on top of that, bro, we also got the um, the Gold Members Facebook page popping where you can also listen to the podcast as well the full episode too for all my facebookers for real if y'all don't you know got one of those subscription services one of them dsp services man y'all can easily log into your facebook account man and tap in with us man whenever y'all got the time man you know yeah for sure for sure and um this is episode number 15 on top of that yeah let's give it a one time for that right there it's a lucky number around these parts Definitely make sure y'all go check out the last episode. Last episode was a goodie. We jumped into, into some good topics, man. Gave some good insight on this. So check out episode 14, too. Yeah, the Lost Excellence. Lost, lost Excellence, man. Check yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to Young Dolph. And um, we talked about Terrence Clark's new um, basketball court, man, here in the city of Boston, also, man. So. Make sure y'all go tap in that Vine Street and check that out, man. You know what I mean? It's a, a beautiful thing they did over there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, speaking of that, you know, we lost another icon, you know what I mean, in black culture. That we was. lost Virgil Abloh recently. I'm going to give it up one time for him because he, he definitely hit icon status. In a short amount of time, bro. In a short amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, to me, 41 is young, man. That's pretty young. Pretty young's pretty young, man. Like, you know, and, and for him to touch the, you know, the, the the landscape, like, the way he did was amazing, bro. Like, I didn't really know a lot about Virgil, but I'm not going to, you know, act like I didn't know who I learned about him from. G put me on. Oh, yeah, yeah, for G sure. G put me on a long time ago because, yeah. you know, he's a Kanye fanatic, and he yeah. always known everything, you know, about Virgil and stuff like that. And he always had the off-white pants and off-white shirts way before it was even popping like it is now. Bro was coming through with that on. So, you know, shout out to bro for that, man. But, you know, yeah, Virgil, man, yeah. great, big impact, bro, on the game, dog. Yeah, yo, he was a, he was a straight icon, man. And, uh, you know, I mean, if, if, you, if you lived under a rock and you don't know who Virgil was, I mean, like bro said, he came up under Kanye West, you know, started out as a, as a sneaker designer, you know, um, an illustrator, um, all of that just, you know, a creative it's and kind of worked his way up, you know, like I said, from working under Kanye, you know, when he was at Nike, this is when Kanye, you know, first started out Jesus. at Nike, you know what I mean? He had Virgil as a part of his design team. And then, you know, he just ascended, you know, through the fashion industry, ended up, you know, collabing with Nike himself 
and doing some amazing stuff, you know, with the Jordan brand. Yeah. On top of that, I think that's what he's most known for. Exclusive. You know what I mean? And just like his whole style. I like I like I like that whole industrial style that he brought, that whole modern twist that he brought, you know, to to something legendary like Jordan's. I mean, not too many people you know, got their own Jordans. I mean, that was a rarity growing back, you know, growing up back in the day. You know, Jordan used to have Team Jordan, and those players used to have, like, play-exclusive colors, but they used to have colors of the Jays. Like, he actually came in and reconstructed the Jays. Like, that's that's a whole nother level. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, like, I don't think nobody's, none of those players' Jays compared to his. Like yeah, even like fashion wise, rocking like I seen people playing ball in a pair, you know, off white. I think they was making off white cleats, all of that stuff. But I do remember, bro. I do remember from just doing my research on him when I first heard about him when he started with um he started making that little Pyrex brand. I don't know if you remember the sh- the shirts, yeah, the Pyrexes yep, yep. and stuff. So he kind of came from that street brand, and he really brought street brand like street wear to the fashion industry for real. Because yeah. you know, if you look at off-white man it's, it's pretty much you know street stuff like crosswalks and you know different things like that that he, he he took from the street and um i just wanted to talk about a quick thing that his wife has said um about him and um she said every he said it's quote from him everything i do is for my 17 year old version of myself he believed deeply she wrote in the power to inspire the future generation and um i think that was dope you know what i mean like you know, if you're going into a project or something like that, you just living life, you know, thinking of the 17-year-old version of you and what you would want for that kid. Right. I think that's a dope way to go about life. And um, from what I see, man, he always had great relationships with everybody. You know, he'd been a down-to-earth, I mean, you know, down-to-earth soul and all of that, you know, good stuff that you hear about people like him. And, you know, he did a whole lot of album covers and, you know, just different stuff. He was all over the place, man. Um, Yeah, yeah, but that's a, that's a good, you know, quote right there. I could definitely like relate to that because if somebody would have told me that, you know, or if somebody would have told my 17 year old self rather that later on in life, you know, I would be designing my own Jordans and it would be the most popular sneaker on the market. I mean, that's, that's like true definition of living the dream right there. I, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, I, I grew up, we, we grew up in that, that Jordan era. Like when, mm-hmm. You know, not even really like the retro era. Like we was old, and we're old enough to remember when the Jays was first, first coming out. out. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when the Elevens first came out, like the patent leather Elevens. I remember, you know what I mean? The Thirteen, some of the most popular Jays, like they came out during all, our era. Them all black Thirteens. You feel me? And so imagine that at the age of seventeen, you know, you, you can't fathom that. You can't fathom that at the age of 17 to be able to say, you know, in the next 20 years, I'm going to have my own release of J's, like the ones, mm-hmm. the some of the most iconic pair of J's that ever came out. So, yo, he 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 definitely, and, and that was one of the things that I said, you know, when I saw the news, like people were saying, you know, it was, because it, it definitely was an, an untimely death, like to yes. lose your life, especially the cancer at the age of 41. That's 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 untimely. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, you know, for him to live a short life, a quote unquote short life, he definitely fulfilled his purpose. Yeah, you know, you you can't deny that. Like, 
If you want to go out anyway, you want to go out like that at the top of your game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so there's, I, I think there's something to celebrate in that. Like I said the same thing about Kobe. You know, when 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 Kobe passed away, like like we've never seen an old Kobe Bryant. You'll never see an old broke down Kobe Bryant. He passed away at the top of his game in his forties. In his forties, just like Virgil. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In his in his early to mid forties. So, you know, it, there's 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 definitely something to celebrate there. You know, you definitely feel for his family because they're 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 without a father, they're without a husband, they're with, without a brother, without a son. Mm-hmm. But there's and, definitely a lot to celebrate there. And also, I just feel like us as a, a, a black you know community, we lost something real big within that fashion industry that could have really you know just kept us going in the forefront. Because could you could you imagine? You see what he done in that short amount of time? Could you imagine Virgil at sixty, seventy years old? You know, just icon mogul like on a whole nother level. Yeah, like. Even though I do know, I, I do feel as though the brand's still gonna transcend and still do some crazy things. But at the same time, um, you know, it's like like Apple with Steve Jobs, right? It's probably not gonna be the same, or what you know it could have been because that person right. wasn't there, you know, to take it to that next level. And um, and that and, and that's a, that's that's another thing that I respect about Virgil too. You know, he was he was he was involved with Nike. You know, he was like one of the first. Um, heads of designers at Louis Vuitton, you know what I mean? But although he was working with those other brands, he still had his own brand, the off-white brand. Yeah, he was you know? bringing to those brands. So like collaborations. Still, yeah, I mean, he was, but you can still go to the off-white website and get strictly off-white sneakers, Yeah, yeah. strictly off-white gear, not Nike, mm-hmm. not Louis Vuitton, off-white sneakers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. his sneakers was high fashion. So that's something that I respect. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, you know, think that, like, the dream stops or, you like, once you get signed to a Nike or once you get signed to a Louis Vuitton, then that's it. But now you still got to have your own. You still got to be an independent. Because if those deals were to ever go bad, the off-white brand could stand on its on, on its own. It can. You feel me? And Mm -hmm. so that's, again, that's something to celebrate. That's something to look at, and that's something to admire. And and you know how we spoke about him just literally, you know, being everywhere, being, you know, staying with his brand. I mean, they just said in July he got promoted to work on all 75 brands that, you know, Louis Vuitton has available. You know what I mean? So he's, you know, very diverse. But he was making music covers. You know, he did Pop Smoke's cover. He did a couple of ASAP Rocky's covers. He did some of West Side Guns Guns covers. You know what I mean? He did. He did. Two chains cover, two chains cover, and then like you know, this week I just seen them drop a Mercedes Benz or something like that. Like that's his, like you know that he helped create. You know what I mean? They showed that at Fashion Week this week, and it's like you know he's just all over the place and doing so many different things, man. And it's just you know it's sad that oh yeah, there it goes. There's a um a Maybach. Mm. Um, designed by him You know what I mean It looks crazy It looks timeless You know what I mean Like some old mm-hmm. fashioned stuff But you know what I mean He just was everywhere man He was doing a whole lot For the community um, I got to see I got to see his his um, Some of his unreleased pieces Because he had an exhibit Here in Boston oh, yeah, At the it. ICA Museum And I actually went And saw the exhibit And he had some unreleased Yo Them unreleased pieces That he had up there if you seen it, if you went to the IC, uh, to the ICA museum and you seen that Virgil exhibit, 
them unreleased pieces that he had up there was crazy. And I'm not just yeah. saying that. Like, I was saying it while I was there. Like, yo, these pieces are crazy. Like, he had some fire shit that never, probably never be released. Now, yeah, probably will never be released. Now, you know, at this point in time. And um, it's it's crazy because I remember... um. I know this is kind of not even really off topic, but I remember Kanye talking about, you know, how he had, um, you know, he really, it, it brought me, him passing away brought me to Kanye's interview when he said he got him and Drake on a text message or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It got me that, the, and he was like, and we wasn't even talking about no music or Kid Cudi's dress or some shit like that. Maybe he said that we wasn't mm-hmm. talking about Kid Cudi's dress. It got me to thinking that he was talking about some real life shit to them on that text message, you know, thinking, well, you know, seeing what happened now and stuff like that. It kind of got me thinking, you know, we're talking about real life shit because I feel like they may have known. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they 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 probably he definitely did know. wasn't. I know some people be like, you know, he did he suffered in silence and stuff like that. I don't think he did. You know, he had his family around him. You know, loved yeah. ones, people that he really you know wanted to know. And I, another thing I did like was um, TMZ didn't report this. Like they wasn't the first to let people know. That's what I did. Like it was one of these white big white brands. You know, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. They're the ones who reported this for, um, you know, reported his untimely death. So I, mean, I, mean, I think that was dope, he's one of the head I mean? guys over there. Yeah. He's, he's one of the executives over there. So, you know, you lose one of your executives, especially when the brand, like I said, is at the top of his game. I actually saw the collection mm-hmm. that he's about to release with them. You know, he, he had a spring 2022 collection that was coming out with them. You know what I'm saying? So they, yeah. they even did that last fashion show for him down in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So he, yo, he was he was he was definitely at the top of his game, man. Like I said, a lot to celebrate. Oh, yeah. celebrate you know what I mean? Man. You definitely feel bad for the family, like I said, but yo, you know, celebrate his life, yo. Celebrate all that all that he accomplished. He definitely inspired a bunch of people, you know what I mean? To 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 hit the top of their fashion game like that. And and I'm not in the fashion industry, but I I, I hear that it's hard. To kind of plant your flag in that game, so I mean, he did it. He did it. He did it for did sure, it, man. And I'm, I'm he happy did he it. definitely did that, man. So yeah, yeah, man. What else we got, bro? We on to the next one. Yeah. So you know, I I went on a rant the other day <laughs> on my social media, and I did a I did an Instagram live, but I took it down or whatever, and just to kind of piggyback off this whole Virgil thing, you know what I mean, and. Again, that's why we need to hold these, you know, when, when we have iconic figures like that in our culture, that's why we need to really lift them up. But I, on the other hand, people need to understand, you know, everybody can't be a Virgil. Yeah. You know, the fashion industry is an oversaturated lane. You know, it's a it's a it's a global industry, so I get it. There's a lot of money in it. You know, we have a lot of creatives. You feel me? Um, but everybody can't be a Virgil. You know what I'm saying? And fashion and entertainment and music, those can't be our only pathways to wealth, to success. You feel me? Yeah. And you even brought it up, you know, before we jumped on air about how several artists recently, NBA Youngboy being one of them, mm-hmm. Bobby Smurda being another one, who, you know, came out and pretty much restated the obvious, what we already know. And that's that most of these artists don't make money off of their music. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know how many times, how many stories need to come out for people to finally understand that. 
But, you know, this is nothing new. You know? And I put on my Instagram earlier this week that, you know, entertainment, music, arts, and culture are the only industries where black people seem to pursue wealth or seem to pursue success. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other industries and so many other pathways to success. You know, you can be a creative outside of arts and culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have a, a sense of style, you know, if you're an illustrator, you're nice with the pen, you can draw. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other things that you can do out there. And so, you know, I just had to put that out there, you know, as a little tidbit. It turned into, like, a big rant. But, you know, I, I figured that I just sparked that conversation around that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because every, because, granted, Virgil has inspired so many people. But how many, how rare, how how long do you think it'll be before we see another Virgil? I mean, from the inspiration that he has put out here, I don't think it'll be... I don't think it'd be like another 10 years or anything like that. I think there's some kids that's probably right now learned underneath his tutelage that could probably. There's a few of them. We could say like, like Jerry Lorenzo who does fear of God, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's another Virgil type type. Yeah. Then you got, um, open the doors for him. Yeah. You got, you got, you got my man, um, Salahi who, um, another black designer, you know, who who works with, well, he was with Versace. Now he's with New Balance. All the latest New Balance is okay. Salahi. He's another Virgil type. Um, but, you know, those are the only three. Yeah. I mean, so my my whole thought process with that thing is, I mean, with the whole music thing with, you know, NBA Youngboy, like NBA Youngboy and, and um, what is it, Bobby Smurda. Bobby Smurda said he hasn't had no control over his music since he was 17 years old. And when I think about that, like, 17 years old, like, that's when he got locked up. He pretty much got locked up when he was 17 years old. And I'm like, yo, like, how are you getting locked up at 17 years old? But that, at that point, the courts take over your your, your files. They're taking over your career at this point. And You're a minor to, at that yeah, point. They're taking over your career, and they, they know what's, what's happening. You wasn't even old enough to sign that contract. So whatever you did before you were 17, before you was 18, you could sign it. You belong to them. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't think that these dudes know that there's a cap in the music game also. Like, how there's a salary cap in basketball. Every year, there's a certain amount of money that goes inside of music, that goes inside of that industry. So I don't think that they know that and that they need to venture out like Jay-Z and um, and Diddy did. Right. They, started, they knew they wasn't going to make a lot of money off. From what the deals they signed, they knew they wasn't going to make a lot of money off their music. So what they do? They hopped into merch. They hopped into liquor. Jay-Z started a streaming service. You know what I mean? Ways to make more money off other people's music. There's other avenues that you got to kind of tap in to kind of, you know, keep yourself afloat. Like we was just talking about Drizzy got a pair of Jordans out. You know what I mean? Like he's doing different collaborations with different companies to get more money because you're not really going to make a lot. They say you got a tour. Right. These dudes been in jail this whole time. Where the fuck they making money from? Right. So there's no residual. And I heard NBA Youngboy talking about getting his masters back. Right. And it's like, you know, he just sounds like he's growing and learning, but he just sounds clear like he's just free of the drugs right now, to be honest with you, when you hear him talk. And he just sounds more clear on what he's talking about. But it's like, yo, like, you dudes need to come out here and find different avenues 
to to make money and to put your free, your people on. You know what I mean? But then it's like okay, even even with that, because you know that that seems to be the thing nowadays. Everybody wants to get their masters. Okay, you got your masters. Whoop de do, oh, but you still gotta hustle that. Yeah, you feel me? Like okay, you own this music. Okay, you own the music. What does that mean? You still have to then hustle that music, that art, that product. You know what I mean? Because streams ain't it. Streams is not it. It takes billions and trillions of streams in order for you to even monetize that significantly to the point where you could say, I have residual income and I can sit back and I'm actually making money from my music. But once you get your masters, you know, you got to do something with that. You have to then license that music. Are you getting that music placed in commercials? Are you, are you are you getting that music placed in movies? You know, is 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 the NBA licensing that music from you during during the playoffs when the commercials come on? Where are you where are you getting that music? placed is it going to be in the in the next toy story movie or the next disney movie you know what i'm saying like how are you monetizing that yeah because i did see him before he got locked up i did see him with steve stout and steve stout started that united masters joint right you know what i mean and i'm it kind of made me think to myself like damn okay he might be learning something you know what i mean he might be getting out of his deal but i did hear him say he had one more album that he got to drop he about to drop a mixtape with birdman on friday and then he got one more album to drop, and he can, you know, go out on his own and make his own shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it ain't even about him, though. Yeah, he got to serve it. Like you said, I hear a lot of these dudes, like, when I watch Drink Champs, there's a lot of old dudes be like, I got my masters back, but I'll sell it. Like, whoever looking for the highest bidder, I'll sell it. You know what I mean? Like, they ready to sell their masters as soon as they get it because they trying to make a come up off it. I even heard Lil Wayne say he'll sell his shit. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, 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 let's get into the business of it, though, mm-hmm. because that's easier said than done. Yep. We're saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy my master's. Oh, okay. I guarantee you're going to need a lawyer at that table mm-hmm. with you. You feel me? Half these niggas can't even read. Never mind reading legal contracts, reading law. That shit's written in English, but it's a whole nother language. And you, some of you niggas can't even read regular text. Never mind legal like legal text, legal terminology, you feel me? So like let's like let's talk about the actual business of it. Mm-hmm. Like just like I'm saying, you know, where are you going to license because it's it's one thing to own your masters. Okay, now you own it. But where are you going to license it? Are you going to license that? Are you going to get that placement somewhere? Yeah. What what does that contract look like? Because I'll tell you what, most films have a music budget mm-hmm. for the for the for the the score of the film. So you, when when you're watching a movie and there's music playing or there are instrumentals playing during that music, I mean during that movie, that's that's based off of the budget. They paid for every song and every instrumental or whoever whoever did the score of the movie. There's a budget specifically for that. So if you're coming into, like I said, the next Disney, the next popular Disney movie, and you so happen to have a kid-friendly or family-friendly song, Mm -hmm. and this movie has a $4 million music budget for the soundtrack and for the score of the movie, you so happen to get your song placed, 
how much is that license worth? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about when I said I seen him with, you, uh, with, with the Deuce Steve style because he usually gets nigga shit on. NBA yeah, but you know, I I don't know. I don't movies. I don't know if Steve Stout is is actually getting people. I know I know that it's it, it's a platform for you to own the music, uh-huh. but getting that placement because I'm pretty sure Steve Stout if he does it for you, he's gonna want to cut. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's gonna want to cut. So if if especially if you're a if you get that artist. song, yeah. If 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 you're a big no, especially if you're a big tear artist and you got a song and it's getting placed and the licensing fee for that song for that particular movie is a quarter million dollars. You, as a matter of fact, Vince Staples um, did an interview and he actually talked about that. He yeah, talked did, about that. how that's that's how he's now making his music. He said with his last project that he put out he said he went out he said he researched the different type of movies that's coming out the avengers all the different kid movies jojo siwa and all these different characters and he went out and researched the movies he said he he paid attention to the type of music that they're putting in the movies and then went out went back to the studio and created music around that to intentionally get that music placed in these different type of movies because he knows that that's an upfront check for that song. He could get that song placed and walk away with, like I said, a quarter million dollars, mm-hmm. half a million dollars. Then talked about Irv Gotti mentioned that in his Drink Champs interview when Jay-Z did the thing for Blue Streak or, or for one of Martin's movies or something, but I think it was Blue Streak. It was. And he said that he charged him seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that song. Who did um, Jay Z? Oh, okay. For that, for the for the song that he did for for the okay, Blue Streak, you, you know me crazy. crazy. I yeah. want, you know, but he got seven hundred fifty thousand to just make that song. Yeah, and he probably didn't even like it. Oh, he, he's known for not liking some of them type of shit. But if you give a nigga seven hundred fifty thousand for a song that he don't like, you don't think he gonna sell it? But that's the thing. These young niggas just need to get they get together. Like they don't respect OG, so they're not learning the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not respecting OG, so they're not learning the game. So they coming in getting beat over the head. They watching movies. They watching movies like New Edition, seeing niggas get beat and still walking in getting beat. Like yeah. and you claim you from the streets, but you getting beat. You can't yeah. be doing that. Like <laughs> yeah, you got you gotta learn the game, learn the knowledge, all of that shit, man. Get your lawyers involved. I know it kind of sounds like you're getting on some snitch shit. When you bring a lawyer in, not at all. Not a lawyer, that's not no snitch shit. When you bring your lawyer in to get your money right, not at all. You just going about it the legal way because that's how I got. I got. I, I got me a little lawyer. You know I got. I, mean? I got. I got me. And matter of fact, it's crazy. I put that on my Twitter earlier today. Um, I said that. I said I need a lawyer as a best friend. Yeah. I need a best friend on the team as a lawyer. Like go travel with me. And and all that shit. And me and like I said, you know, with, with the with the with the little business that I do, you know, I'm, I'm speaking humbly. With 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 the little business that I do, I got a lawyer. You know what I mean? I paid my lawyer five hundred dollars to draft me up three documents mm-hmm. to draft me up a service agreement for my business because I'm providing a business to people. I had her draw up a non disclosure agreement for me so that. You know, people can't steal my ideas when I'm trying to bring on different partners or bring on different teammates. I got a non-disclosure agreement. And these are real legal documents. You feel me? And I had her draft me up a subcontract 
for when I hire people, if I hire a photographer, if I hire a videographer, if I hire someone to do some work for me, you know, I have a subcontract on hand that that person can sign and we have a legal agreement. I paid her five hundred dollars for those three documents. And that was just to get my business started. And it was worth it because all the stuff that she was able to put in that contract for me, mm-hmm. I had no idea. You know what I mean? Or oh, some of the things I brought to her, I was like, yo, one of the things I said to her, I was like, um, you know, whenever I'm working with different clients and if my clients are late paying me, giving me my monthly payment, mm-hmm. I want to penalize them for that. Yeah. I want to charge them a late fee. And she was like, oh, no problem. But she was like, I could put that right in there. Yup, that's a cause. That's nothing. Yup. And she started giving me different stuff, like about taxes. And that's and what so, I'm saying. And, 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 putting, and putting that stuff in my contract to favor me, to work in my favor. And it was stuff that I had no idea. Well, go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. So, like, just, just these kids not knowing the information and not putting themselves in position to get the information. They know about going to jail and the lawyers that do that type of shit. But they, they don't, they don't know, even know that. They, they, that's what I'm, now, they know a little bit about that because they be in there trying to read up to get out. But niggas don't know about business lawyers. Like, that's what it is. There's, there's different kinds of lawyers that you can get involved with to take yourself and your career to the next level. And you just need to have a good relationship with them or they going to go against you and do shit in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's their job anyway is to look out for them and to look out for you, but to look out for them for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. So I have my I have my lawyer draft up my contracts that work out for me. Yeah. Like you late paying me. I'm hitting you with a late fee. And that's in legal terms in my in the document that you signed. You feel me? And then at that point, we can do whatever. You're, you're under documentation. Like, we can go to court for this. We, we can, can go to court for this. You signed you it. You signed it. You got a copy. I got a copy. What? This is how we doing business. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's funny that we're having this conversation because this was all part of my rant on social media. You know what I mean? And I'm always trying to offer different information that I think will be helpful to people. Like, I don't have it all figure out, figured out. But there's certain tidbits of information that's just valuable. It's, it's valuable to me because someone taught it to me. And so I just like to put the information out there. But that's one of the things I was talking about was, you know, pursuing these different contracts, pursuing these long-term contracts for your business. If you're a black-owned business, a woman-owned business, there's opportunities out there for you. And like you said, I did, I did tap into your live for a minute, even though I was driving and shit. But I tapped into it on my way to the crib yesterday, and you was right. Like, like even when it comes to the security shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, do you see what the fuck's going on out here? <laughs> For real. Do y'all see what's going on out here at these malls, these stores, people's homes? Like, this shit is out of control. And I was, th- what I said yesterday, bro, bro had, to, bro had to cut me off. He said, nah, bro, don't blame it on the pandemic and these niggas being broke. They never had guidance. This is always going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Bro said it, man, like, the malls are getting run into. Like, yo, there's a whole lot of robberies going on. Wait, you want to say everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere, but I'll say mainly in L.A. Like, I'm seeing these dudes walking up inside of restaurants, broad daylight. <laughs> oh, my God. I got people taking off their chains, book bags, pa- passing women, woman. They just daylight. robbed a woman. She was going into her driveway with her child, and they ran down on the And that was bum activity. Her. I'm not blaming it on 
the, the, the unemployment being over, like, I'm not blaming it on that. None of that shit. This is just real bum-like activity that's yeah. taking place out here, and niggas don't want to work. This all that show is like, you don't want to work, so you just rather rob and stick niggas up and do the wrong shit because they actually did some real fucked-up shit that, I, that, that, that was crazy, bro. Yeah, so, I mean, to just, you know... I want you to get into it, man. Contribute to what you're saying... You know, I, I think because we've seen this, we've we've seen that that these L.A. robberies and these robberies in different places have been escalating. But I remember like not too long ago, they, they ran in your sister's store. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that. So, yeah, I, I have a sister who lives in L.A. She works in Louis Vuitton, you know, and they ran in her store, bombarded her store. They did it two weeks back to back. It happened one week. Then they came back the very next week. And part of the reason is funny because that Louis Vuitton store had no security guards. It's cra- Look, see? Has no security Look, and, guards. And they're and they, they not even boosting. They, yeah. they, they stealing, and real, stealing and wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we cop and rock at the mall? Yeah. These niggas just stealing and wearing. Yeah, stealing and wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they gotta pop the ink pen off, or, or or trying to sell it on Facebook or, for for for, for some a quick change, flip or yeah, eBay for a quick, for a quick flip. flip. That's why we're not getting the Marshalls cards and shit we've been looking. Oh, for. Oh yeah, yeah, niggas is out <laughs> here boosters. flipping it on fucking Facebook Marketplace and shit like that. You know what I mean? And and they calling it in the, in the white community, they calling it shoplifting problems. We call it boosting. Yeah, this is fuck. These are robberies. These are fucking robberies, though. That was these are robberies, here, and so and so. This whole this whole thing has kind of come to a head, you know, as of this week. I mean, just not even twenty four hours ago, you know, a, a, a devastating home invasion has taken a life, you know. Of of not just an elderly woman, but an iconic family, and so Jacqueline Avant, um, she's the wife of the iconic, the legendary music music executive Clarence Avant, um, aka the Black Godfather of music. We're talking about the Black Godfather of music. His wife was shot and killed in a home invasion in California. And this happened, like I said, not not less than 24 hours ago, you know, and there's not too much information on it. But I think it's fair to say some niggas did this. Yeah. And this, this is the activity and, of some niggas. Yeah. And the more I read into it, bro, you know what I mean? Like the more like I felt like, you know, I as we seen the dude, the Netflix CEO is. You know, her, it's her son-in-law. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's her son-in-law. And I just know there's been a whole lot of backlash the CEO been taking over the last couple months about Chappelle and all different types of other things. And I don't know if it could have just been a planned attack to go after his dad. And they ended up hitting his, his mother-in-law. But I don't know. It's just so much plays into it. Like, as I've read this article that we pulled up today, I didn't really know too much, but... Now that I bro, honestly, in, in my in my personal opinion, I don't think it got nothing to do with Netflix. I think it was what's been happening with these LA robberies, with these robberies out there in California, is that these young dudes is following people home. Mm-hmm. They 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 see you coming out of a nice restaurant, getting into a nice car, and they follow you home. And when you go to get out of your car and go into your house. That's when they pull up to rob you. 
And I don't expect some young niggas to know who the fuck Clarence Avant is. Oh, yeah, no. And who his wife is. They don't know that he's a icon, black historian, philanthropist, a legend. You know, part the reason that we even have some of the freedoms that we have in this music in, in industry, in this entertainment industry. And so they follow this man home. He probably got a nice house in Beverly Hills somewhere. And they think he's they, he's just an old black man that they can take advantage of. And they go into his house and probably get scared. And shots was fired and they, they killed a man's wife. And this is a this is a black leader. Like this is this is he's damn near modern day Martin Luther King for real. And they're and they're innocent people that are just growing old together. That's what makes it so fucked up, bro. Like, like why are you even what are you what are your intentions to get from these old folks? Some money? They don't carry cash. If you don't know, millionaires, billionaires, they ain't fucking with the cash like that. What are you breaking in the house for? What you want some groceries, nigga? Yeah. What you want to steal my car? Yeah. What do you want? What you want to scare me? Like, what do you really want if people ain't carrying cash now? Do you not know people ain't doing that no more? Like, I I don't know. The shit kind of upsets me. But at the same time, man, like, there's no security. Like, I don't know if there's a gated community they're in. Like, are they in a gated community or, you know? Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, they're in Beverly Hills. So I'm assuming there is. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, And not I to know. mention, hold up, and, I, and I'm reading this. I'm, I'm reading the article. You know, from a credible source directly offline. And yeah, it says it right here. Jacqueline was an amazing woman, wife, mother, philanthropist, and a 55-year resident of Beverly Hills. Just a little bit more background information on this iconic family. The Avants married in 1967 and had two children together. Clarence Avant, her husband, was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Earlier this year We're talking about the black Godfather of music We're talking about the person that was behind Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones Oh so when we just did that Last recent Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Joint he was in that one He, he might have been he, he, he probably was It says earlier this year Yeah earlier this year or yeah, well, Unless they did an induction maybe earlier in the year I want to watch his documentary man You gotta watch it bro because he He, he is really the guy, like the influence, he's the he's the playmaker behind this whole music industry that we see today. They got everybody in, in, in the documentary. They got Quincy Jones is in it, Diddy's in it, I think like Buster Rhymes is in it, Aretha Franklin's in it. They got like all the like the heavy hitters. Like he goes back to like, you know, dealings with Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X and all of these people go watch the documentary if you haven't yeah, it's, seen. It's called the Black Godfather, right? He, yeah, he's because he Came was the Black Godfather. He's the reason. Like, he's the reason. Talk about going on tour. He's the reason that people that Black artists was even able to even go on tour. Yeah, because I, I I remember I watched a whole lot of uh, Barry Gordy stuff. You know what I mean? Motown shit, and you know, and yeah. that's why I, I, I that's why I've learned of him. You know what I mean? But I didn't really know too much about you know. His son and his wife and stuff like that. Here's a, here's, a, here's a statement from Magic Johnson. He said, Cookie and I are absolutely devastated at the loss of one of our closest friends, Jackie Avant. She was senselessly murdered last night in a home invasion. This is the saddest day in our lives. 
And you know, Magic's a, a, a icon. He's a LA, LA icon, yeah. LA legend. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like they've been breaking in these homes out here in LA, man. I don't know what they can do. They really can't do. I mean, they can do a lot more. They could do it. They could be. They getting millions and millions and billions. Of, they got billionaires living in these places, and they can't protect them. But you know what it is? It's 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 really the stupidity of our of our own people. Yeah, it is of our own culture. Mm-hmm. Like like too, like we get we get mad when a white person kills us, but you know black these young black idiots can run up and kill one of our leaders. They killed one of our leaders. Like this isn't just a, a regular Joe Schmo. Like this is an iconic figure. Like. You know what I mean? Like someone who contributed more than these people can ever even think of. They can't even imagine how much this man and his wife contributed to black people. And they they literally victimized them. Like oh, She was 81 years old. You know how many years of knowledge and fucking wisdom you like you just took for no reason? Come on, man. 81 years? 81 years old. That's yo. That's I, you know what I mean. Like those are the type of people. Those are the people that I want to have a conversation with. Somebody who's eighty-one years old. Somebody who's ninety years old. I want to know what that street used to look like back in nineteen forty-two. Right. I want to know what they was doing to y'all. I want to know this, that, and the third. But you walk in and you walk in these people's home and kill them, and you go into their home and kill them for kill this lady for no reason when you could have literally simply probably asked for what asked you want, for, asked for anything for what you want from this eighty-one-year-old lady. You could have asked, asked for it and got it and got it. They got it to give. They would have gave it to you. That's what pisses me off about, our, like you said, our community. Because there's a lot of the times you can ask for the shit that you're trying to get. That you're trying to take from somebody. Like, I don't know, man. Like, It's, it's crazy, it's but, 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 but too, you know, man. but like this shit has like become cool nowadays. First of all, stealing was never cool. We don't come from that kind of culture. Like, I know, I don't know, I don't know anybody that was robbing niggas. Like, if you was running around trying to rob niggas, like, you was a dirty bum-ass nigga and we don't even want you around us. Because you the type of nigga to steal some shit out of a nigga's house if you trying to, if if your hustle was robbing niggas. So we don't even want you around. Bro. You can't even hang around us. Like, he, could, like I can't, I, I, could you imagine living for 80, 80, like, she was 81, he's 90. Could you imagine living that long and somebody and, and you lose your life because somebody come in here and shoot you because of it, and you didn't die because of old age after eighty one years, and then and you then, and then you a sucker. You try to victimize elderly people, and then I'm looking right here on the, on the next article right there. It says that Clarence Avant and a security guard were present at the time of the shooting, but were not hurt. <sighs> at the bottom of that one right there. Wow. Because it ain't it ain't no telling. They probably yeah. they they could have went into a certain part of the house, and maybe she had just so happened to be in that certain part of the house. And all I could think about is the kitchen. And then he's ninety one. Who's to say he even got the mobile skills to even get across the room to even try to help his wife? You know, we talking about a ninety plus year old man. Dog, that has to be heartbreaking, dog. Yo. That has to be like devastating, like really heartbreaking for him, man. It makes me upset. Like it make it makes they've me been very together, upset. They, bro, they probably been together more years than me and you been to lie alive. Been combined. alive together. Combined. They've been married fifty five years. 
Combine. Combine. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I don't like it, man. And it just makes you always lose respect for the hood more than more than anything, man. Especially if it comes down to it and it's some street shit. Like, some niggas just trying to run up in somebody's house and, and get something. That makes you lose a whole lot of respect for the type of shit you've been around. And that's why I don't respect that type of shit, man. Because these is old folks, man. Like, yeah. you're doing home invasions on old folks. That shit is crazy to me. Yeah, and then you don't even know who you, whose house you running up in. And what you're going there for. And what you're going there for. Do, do you know that, that, that um, the guy who started Fashion Over, he lives in California. Mm-hmm. And some dude tried to pull off a home invasion on him. And but his security guards actually killed the kid, actually killed one of the kids. Mm. There was a few teenagers who was trying to home invade what what they just thought to be a mansion, and it so happened to be the 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 owner of Fashion Over, a guy, a black guy. His name's Richard something. I can't remember his name. His name's Richard something, and they tried to run into his house, and he just so happened to have armed security on duty. And they actually ended up shooting and killing the kid. And then the guy, um, Richard, who owns Fashion Nova, he later came out and paid for the kid's funeral. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I didn't want that kid to die. He's like, but my security did their job. He's like, this kid was coming into my house because I believe out there in Cali, the young kid's family had had ties to the Bloods out there. Oh, okay. And they was, there was a little bit of fuss about that. Like, they... They wanted answers for their little nephew, their little seventeen-year-old nephew being being killed, and so you know to kind of rectify the situation, he ended up paying for the kid's funeral. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, like it's it's just all around stupidity. You know what I mean? Because then you put him in a situation where he's like, "Well, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want that kid to have to die." You feel me? But yeah. the, the kid is invading my house. Luckily, I did have security, like you've been saying. Man, I I wonder how the kids feel, man. I hope, you know, my prayers is definitely out to the family, bro, man. Um, I just think it's real sick, man, and it's just not. That's It make you not want to be a part of the culture. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it make you not want to be a part of that type of shit, man, like. Not want to pr- praise the black community and shit like that. Because you know the type of shit that it come with sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's why, that's why, up. that's why, like, certain shit I try not to even put in my spirit. You know what I mean? I try to not even, like. I'm happy you like, said that. Like, I want to get into that. Like, I never really, you know, cer- certain things I just don't want to digest it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to be around it. That's why I don't involve myself with certain types of people. Like. If you on shit like that, I can't even be around with you. I can't rock with you because it's just. I'm happy you said that, bro. Because like you know, remember when that movie, like I mean, the show Respect Life was out and mm-hmm. all of those other joints like that and like power and shit. Like, yeah. I would stay away. Money from, over violence. Money, money over, over violence. I would money like, and violence. Me yeah. living in the projects at that time, yeah. I would stay away from shit like that because it's like I'm feeding myself this information and your conscience don't know when you playing or what you thinking about you whatever you. Ingest like digesting and taking in, mm-hmm. you can eventually become. So right. I will always be like, nah, I'm not watching none of that shit. I don't want to see none of that shit. I'd rather watch something that I can learn from, benefit from, and make right. me better. Right. Not something that I can go and attribute to a neighborhood that ain't gonna do shit for me. 
Right. You know what I mean? So I would never really want to get into those type of shows and watch that type. I still don't. What's that? Kanan and all of that yeah. shit? I don't watch none of that shit. I mean, I might I might tap into BMF because I know the story. But other than that, man, like, I don't like to put that type of shit into my system because you'll never know. Like, your conscience don't know when you're playing and what you're taking serious and what you're dodging. Like, they don't want it. You don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It, it, there's, a, there's a saying. It says... Your thoughts become your words and your words become your habits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, no, 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 I said it wrong. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. That's how the saying goes. And so, yeah, no, nah, you're, you're absolutely right. And so, yeah, I try to, I try to, and and, and even, you know, I, I listen to trap music. I listen to street music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only for a certain time. After a certain time, like, I literally got to trigger my conscience to, like, turn it off. You know what I mean? Because it, it 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 does start to dictate your behavior in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And that's why with like a lot of the street shit that's happening around here, you know, I don't I don't fuck with it. A and lot of wanna... a lot of the music that's coming out, you know, and I mean locally, like from the city of Boston, I don't fuck with it. I don't support it. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to listen to it. And it's, it's, it's it comes it's, with it's a, bullshit. It comes with a certain kind of vibe, and it comes with a certain type of energy. Yeah, and, and I, it's just I don't want the energy. And then, and then, how do I look at the age that I'm at? I'm thirty plus years old. How do I look being influenced by a nineteen year old that's putting this type of shit in their music? Like I ain't been there before, right? Or just at 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 this age, I'm allowing someone that's younger than me to dictate my behavior and, and my thoughts and influence where I'm trying to go next, right? With, my, with myself, or just influence how I'm living my life day yeah, to no. day and how I respond and how I act. I'm thirty yeah. some and I'm being dic- I'm being influenced by a nineteen year old's music or twenty five year old's music. How does that sound? The 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 fact that we could compartmentalize is strong. You yeah, know what I mean, because some people can't do that. Like me, like I got hide my feelings over here and do something totally, completely different over here. Right. You know what I mean, like it, we could compartmentalize certain shit. And that's the type of shit we, that you need to be able to compartmentalize is, you know, staying away from the street shit, keeping it in your head. Like, all right, I'm from here, but I don't need that ticket to get to where I'm trying to go. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that ticket of where I'm from. Like, that. I don't I don't think anybody has been like, yo, yo, where you from? Yeah. Because Why? You why? Know, if you know me, you know where I'm from. You know where I'm from. So th- why would you say where are you from? Like, and where I'm from ain't getting me a ticket to where I'm trying to go. So yeah. stop asking me that. And then, and then, like, even when, even when you go to other places, like, you don't even have to portray no. Like, people could tell you from the hood. Mm-hmm. People could tell you real just by how you carry yourself. You don't have to try to be something that you're not. You know what I mean? To 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 get respect, to be accepted. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then, and then for real, for real, when you really from it, it's in you. It ain't on you. And you don't never got to speak on it. Yeah, because it's it's just in you. It just naturally comes out of you. People could tell that you from the hood. People could tell that you from a real place. You don't got to have the tattoos and put the shit on your fucking forehead and, you know what I mean? And, and simple as being from Boston, everybody can tell where you're from. For real. Like, you know when it, uh, you see a Mattapan nigga. You know when you see a Dorchester nigga. You know when you see a Roxbury in the South. You know, you know, you know when you see a nigga who ain't really from the hood but trying to trying be, from, to the be hood. from the hood. All of that shit. You could you could spot a recruit. You could spot a recruit a mile away. <laughs> you could spot a recruit in fucking Yo. plain cop clothes. Oh, like no. a fucking <laughs> federale. 
Is it a federale? Yeah, yo. You can spot sure. a recruit like a federale nowadays because I don't know your mama, nigga. Yeah, I can see the homies over there and spot like, okay. He ain't from here. Them, who, who's that nigga? Who who them niggas standing there with the homies? You who could them be around, new niggas? You could be around for two to three years, I still know. For real, like I ain't been like I ain't been around the way and chill. Like I could come around the way and come outside, and there'll be some new niggas, and they'll be looking at me like, "Yo, who's this nigga?" Nigga be looking at you like you the new nigga. Like who's? And I'm looking at you. I'm like, nigga, like y'all need to get this shit situated. Man. For real, you get ugly. You get ugly. Yeah, for real. You get ugly because I'm really right. from here. Right. And he's a recruit, but he's looking at yeah. me like, like all you little niggas need to let these little niggas know, That's how I know niggas what's really going on. There ain't no leadership. There ain't no OGs. Yeah, yeah it ain't. It ain't. And it's sad. Ain't it's no sad. That's what it boils down to, man, because if you got an OG in the building, he gonna let you know, like, oh, that's Tice, nigga, you know what I mean? Like, and, the, you know and, these, mean? And, these, and these little niggas think that they're smart. You're, you're dumb. There's, you're not smarter than anybody. There's nobody, there's nobody on earth that you're smarter than. But these little niggas act like they're the smartest niggas in the world. I got a little cousin. He was 19 years old. He just took 20 years. He took 20 years. He willingly said, give me 20 years. Pled guilty to it. He's going to spend the better half of his life in jail. And when he come out of jail, he's going to be the same 19-year-old kid that he was when he went in. But at the age of 40. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Because we don't watch He's not even. The world is changing year by year. 20 years from now he's not he's still going to he's going to be 20 years behind 20 years behind like 20 years wilder. behind in education 20 years behind in skills 20 years behind in behavior communication just overall lifestyle your quality of life is just going to be 20 years behind and you missed a whole lot and the world is probably going to change five times in that 20 year span mm-hmm. which is wild which is wild. Think about it. iPhones change every year. Every year it's a new iPhone. So 20 years from now, we don't know what the phone systems is going to be like. But I got He's to not even going to know how to though. operate a phone. What I got to say about that, though, give me a number, not a letter. Give me a, <laughs> give me a number, not wait, a wait, letter. Wait, wait, you got to explain that. What is that? that? That went over my head a little bit. <laughs> give me the 20 years and not the L. And not the L. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like Give me the 20 and not the L. You heard? Like I'll that. take the numbers because at least I got a number I can write down. I got something to look forward to. You can't look forward to no nothing when you're looking at a letter. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. So, yo, to just cap this off. Oh, and look, and I, I, I just read this too. They they recently got Terrence J. You know, Terrence yeah, J. That, that used to be that. on yeah. BET. So, it, it says it right here in the LA Times. It says. The shooting comes amid growing concerns over a string of follow-home robberies in affluent neighborhoods in the Los Angeles area. In November, a crew of mass robbers tracked actor and former BET host Terrence Jenkins to his Sherman Oaks home and attempted to block his car room with an SUV, but he was able to flee in this car as shots were fired. And they ain't just running up trying to rob niggas. They actually firing off shots. They trying to stink you. Yo, these little niggas. Yo, yo. They going to bring the death penalty back for you little niggas. Yeah, especially in some of these places. They get the wrong They're gonna one. They're going to bring the death penalty back for you little niggas. Because you, you, you're you killing people over materialistic things. That's capital murder. 
They're gonna bring the death penalty back for you niggas Mark my words Niggas are crazy man And we just gonna leave that at that We can leave it at that man Cause it's nasty out here Yeah It's nasty out here bro And it ain't gonna do nothing but get even more nastier Yeah 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 but speaking of some bro code, let's 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 dig into a little bit of bro code. Huh? You know what I mean? A a, a a a lighter topic. You know what I mean? Um, recently, so we all know that Quavo and Sweetie broke up. That's what she like. She I know where you go. This switcheroo. That's Quavo too. Talking about the switcheroo. Go ahead. Go ahead, Quave. <laughs> you can't get on the track with long way and talk like that, man. Yo, so you already see what type of time bro is on. Um, Quavo and Lil Baby, man, did the switcheroo. Nah, man, we got to get into a little bit, bro, man, because this shit is a dangerous game right here, to be honest with you. It's, right. it's a dangerous game, man, because first and foremost, a couple weeks ago, it came out reports that that Sweetie, that little baby spent 100K, 10K, whatever the K is on Sweetie on a, on, a, on a shopping spree in New York, right? Baby come out of nowhere, deny it. Baby single, man. Baby ain't doing none of that. Right. He Boom, said I'm single. You know I mean? If you think about it. Little baby always moved like an OG. Yeah, you know what I mean, on his bro, on his grown man shit. Like he, like even when the stripper joint came out, he was like, "Damn, like why are you coming out telling everybody I paid?" Right, right, right. Yeah, you the brain. You, you fucking up the code. Right, shorty. you throwing salt in the you game. You throwing salt in it. You fucking up the code. Like for what sure. You doing so, you know, he 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 keep it play all the time. He don't really do too much, but the icy girl herself. Mind you, mind you, Quavo and the baby—I mean, and little baby—already had little issues. They already okay. got—they already have label issues. Okay, you know what I mean. They've been going back and forth over the last couple years. Even when they had the little straightening, straightening, my nigga baby came out and said, "You know, straightening what? I ain't straightening mm. nothing." But he deleted it after. You know what I mean? So boom, they already had like a little past history or whatever. So they kind of not looking, seeing eye to eye. Whatever the case may be, that's cool. Sweetie and Quavo break up. After she done told Quavo, like, I love you. They done had their whole little shebang. They break up. Now there's rumors that she's fucking with Lil Baby. The icy girl herself posts a picture of a dude like with black. I won't say it's the baby, Lil Baby. It look, it look like but it's it look, me. I, I ain't gonna throw him out there. Damn sure I, fit the description. I'm, I'm on his side, man. I'm on his side. I don't want it to be him. Okay, okay. I don't want them okay. That's how he's trying to do it. Like, damn, like, I'm doing me. Like, I'm playing this the right way, and you don't want He trying to stay low. He's trying to stay low, and he can't be low. Like, why can't a nigga be low? But anyway, boom. The internet detective put it all together and figured out that it was Lil Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet's definitely put that together. Real quick, found that same outfit with the selfie in it. Yeah, I don't match even know, up the shoes, and I don't know how pants. she was able to take that photo out of the whole collection and not delete the whole collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyways, long story short, man, little baby. I mean, Quavo comes out and he's like, "Man, ain't nothing to it, man. You see the label or whatever. We could do the switcheroo. You know what I mean? I'll take his, your baby mama, Jada. Yeah, Jada likes to post. Mm. Boom. But I don't think she's gonna do nothing. Like she's a BM. She may, she may not. But boom. How do you feel about? Her jumping, you know, in the crew. Like, this is all in the crew. Like, this is the team. Like, this is the team. This ain't like she left the GMB squad. 
I mean, but you know what? This is you know this is typical, you know, I, what, amongst amongst females. What, what I want to say, bro, is it's a dangerous game for me. It is. It's a dangerous. It's sticky. Game. It can because, be sticky because you're you're pretty much fucking on this man's op, even though it ain't really his opposition. But they don't get along. They don't like each other. They don't have issues. They don't have fights. All of that shit, and you know that, right? You know the tension between them two, and you still decided to go and give my nigga some putty. Yeah, I won't say you gave him some pretty, but you a hundred k shopping spree. He hit it. He giving up some ass. He hit it. He For a hundred k, I think I I think it's fair to assume that a hundred k, ten k, you're giving up some ass. I don't yeah, care. What I think you it's say. fair to assume that because I'll sell my dick for ten k. But, anyway. but you know what? But this is this is you know this this is like your everyday situation. Like we see this all the time. This is this is common amongst women. It's common amongst homies. We see it. I think I think the difference is is how everyone handles the situation. That's the biggest part. Nah, that's where it gets sticky because mm-hmm. a woman's gonna do what a woman want to do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For sure. Once you break ties with that woman, she gonna do whatever she she don't see no lines. She don't see no boundaries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's your friend. That ain't her. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's your label mate. That ain't mine's. So women don't even really see those boundaries in this whole bro code, especially when 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 you get ch- caught cheating on them. And that's that's kind of where it is kind of a double standard. You can't really place boundaries on a woman once you've been caught cheating on her. You feel yeah. me? So if if y'all break up because you got caught cheating, how you then going to. Set parameters around how she's supposed to move after that. After that, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Cause at that point, she's loose. She don't give yeah, a she's fuck. She's loose, and her mind is already like, nigga, fuck this nigga. I'm gonna do whatever I can do to hurt this nigga. That too. You know what I mean? That too. She's doing whatever she can do to hurt that nigga at that time. Whether it's get with a nigga that got more money, fuck his, like somebody that's close to them or whatever. But that's the thing. Females will do some shit like that and end up. Fucking the whole crew and don't even know. I mean, the homies don't know because the bitch ain't saying nothing. Right. She could just be literally out here doing what she want to do whenever she want to do it because she ain't got no no title. There ain't nothing going on. But she also ain't keeping it funky. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's really like you said. It's about the communication, man, and how both sides are feel. And what I'm taking from it is, I'm not buying that Quavo want to do the switcheroo. I think he's hurt. You think he's hurt? I think he's hurt, bro. He was he was ready to fucking slap Soldier up because Soldier says something. They beat up Justin LeBoy for having him on the show that time. And then now he recently just took a picture with Justin LeBoy and Kanye, which I found kind of weird, but anyway. You know what I mean? After just beating him all, all over Sweetie. This was over Sweetie. Yeah, but you know when a when a when a nigga's in a relationship with a female, you gotta play that role. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta come at any nigga yeah, that disrespects your girl. It was broken girl. up though. Yeah, but you know, but the nigga was buying a Rolls Royces and shit. Like, yeah. and then they broke up a week later. So, you know, but but you 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 gotta play that role when she's your girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that he's not heartbroken because I do believe that he probably really liked to. No, nah, I think he loved have her. real feelings for. Her. So I'm pretty sure he probably was in love with her. So yeah, he got there might be. There might be some, you know, little bit of heartbreak there, a little bit of, you know, bitterness, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like he does feel that way because he, she did to me. I mean, she was on, she was popping, 
But to me, she came up when she started fucking with Quavo. She was already messing with Diddy's son and all of that shit. But she came on because she was fucking with Quavo. So if it wasn't for Quavo, I feel like Quavo feel like, man, I done put you in position out here. You know what I mean? For you to be doing what you're doing. Why are you wilding? Like, don't be out here wilding like that. And then you're being disrespectful by going against the green and fucking with the opposition. See, but and then and then on 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 the guy's side, because niggas, we all we always feel like like we leveled the woman up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, niggas do. Especially, do. you know, especially when you on your shit mm-hmm. and you know, she's on her shit too, but she's still on the come up. She's yeah. still leveling her shit up. You already leveled up. And then y'all get together and you level her up even more. That's your girl, so you want to push her to the forefront. Yeah. You want her to shine more than you. But then when the relationship ends, she don't level down. No, nigga. No. She stays at the level that you left her at, which or go, is up. Or, or go higher. But if she or do go level higher. down, you feeling good because she leveled down. Like, oh, that nigga ain't fuck. Like, that's why I feel, that's where I feel about Kanye. I mean, about Kim Kardashian and Kanye right now. Kim Kardashian can't fuck with another black man. Maybe, maybe not. Because who are you fucking with that's better than Ye? That got him more popping than Ye? That's doing yeah. more than Ye? So it's like any nigga, any black dude that she was to get next, they're going to compare him to Kanye West. Yeah. Why are you fucking with him and not young Kanye? He ain't dressing you better than Ye. So she had to go the white route. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know, man. It, it is about the way you build them up. You know what I mean? Like she can't come back down to a black man, or she can't come back down to a nigga. Yeah, they go like man. like like my nigga Kevin Samuel say. You know, once 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 they <laughs> once they once they done with the alpha male, and you can't go no higher than that alpha male. What do you get? You get a beta male. You go and you go and get the weak nigga. You go and get a beta male because, like you said. You ain't gonna find another alpha male like Kanye, so she gotta go with she gotta go with, get with Pete Davidson, the beta male. Yeah, and I agree with that, and I think that's what's going on because he's definitely beta. But but uh, but I think it's but Sweetie probably did go get another alpha male because I think it's fair to say that Lil Baby is it's more popping right now. It's definitely more popping than Quavo right but as, now. After a while. Ain't nobody gonna be able to take it too serious, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once because you, once after you, you start marketing you go from yourself, hand to hand like that, and yeah. then you start marketing yourself as you know somebody who's just giving a fuck about money. Who's gonna want to have them children? Like, who's yeah. gonna want to put you in position to be their wife? Who's gonna want to put a ring? Because you're, you're dropping your value now, right? You know what I mean? You're jumping from rapper to rapper. You can't jump from rapper to rapper. She need to jump from rapper to musician. I mean, to 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 a movie star, movie star, or or or, 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 or a gold member, or gold member. <laughs> <laughs> or a gold member, for gold real. Man. Nah, nah. So and 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 little baby ain't gonna take it serious. Little baby ain't gonna, you know. He oh, he no, he's al- he's already not claiming you. So you're right. So that only hurts your value, you know, as a as a prospective wife, as a as a prospective mother. That 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 hurts your value a little bit because now the next nigga he ain't so quick to throw a ring on it like he ain't even claiming you. Yeah, like he's treating you like a slide. And so he know. every nigga after that's gonna treat you like and a he slide. He know he can't take it that far with you. Right. He know that because of jump. because of the bro code. Because of the bro code, and he got a baby mom already that he ain't let. He not. Mm. That's not going nowhere forever. Like he coming back to that at right. some point. Right now, they both just living their life playing. She could do whatever she wants. She over there doing her thing with the football niggas. Stephon Diggs and them. Mm-hmm. You know, she doing her thing. But at the same time, man, like, 
when you got money, man, and, and shit get boring, you gotta go out and let motherfuckers venture off. But she's she she kind of playing a dangerous game by fucking with two niggas on the same label, knowing that they got tension, and that's the type of shit that get people killed, especially out here in these streets now. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, most beasts be over women. Most beasts be over women. Majority of them. Majority of them. On all levels. On all levels. All races and all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. That's just weird to me, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's dark times right now. It is, and it's winter time too. So like, it's fucking cold. My fucking tire pressure's up. Niggas is doing whatever for the booty right now. <laughs> Niggas yeah. are just trying to lay down, lay up, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? So a nigga spending a hundred k. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy, just all around, man. There's 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 just a lot of shit going on in the world right now. You know, it's definitely a a, a dark cloud. You know, over us at the moment. You know what I mean? They're saying this is is about to be a show. The holiday season is coming around. I don't know how good this this Christmas is going to be. You know, COVID. I mean, Thanksgiving was okay. But COVID still got his his hand how, on things. How was your so, Thanksgiving? I'm, it was it was straight, I man. I sat good? in the crib. I ate just ate food. You know, watch basketball, watch some games. Shout out to Norfolk State. You know what I mean? I gotta show love to my HBCU, man. We went two and zero in the Chris Paul the Chris Paul HBCU Classic, man. So shout out to Norfolk State, man. man so, so, um, so, so, definitely big up, big up to them one time. Shout out to Norfolk State for sure, man. Yes, school. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, I, I wanted to do a little quick since we already since you tapped into sports a little bit. I had a little funny little situation that took place this week in sports, bro. Go ahead. So I don't know if you've seen what happened with Jokic and the and the Morris twin. I did when he knocked him down. Yeah. So this week, this is their first time playing each other since the suspension. Denver. And this is first time Denver and Miami, Miami playing each other, and they're playing in Miami. So before the game starts or whatever, I mean, before the game, um, Udonis Haslam got a little message that he wanted to send to the Jokic, Jokic's brothers. Yeah. They're going to go, yeah, man, this is my town. We in Miami. Da-da-da-da-da. We ain't having none of that shit down here. So come to the game, man, and enjoy the game, man. But this is my town. Yeah, I told them to stay in their seat. Yo, bro. First and foremost, Joke put up. Joke beat him by himself by 30. He had he like 25 and in, in, in 10 or some shit, seven assists. Yeah. Bro, after the game, he's hugging his brothers in the stands and shit. Later that night, he went to the club and they was playing the Serbia national anthem. In the club? In the club. In Miami. They're booing him in the club. He's in there screaming with his brothers doing the Serbian national anthem. And. They got the big bottle sign. They bringing out bottles and it said NBA MVP Jokic. I love it. Nah, big. I said, oh, this nigga's disrespectful. I love it. I'm not throwing that under the rug. How you gonna show up in Udonis Haslam City after he told the nigga he better chill, then pop bottles and have the national anthem playing in there? Swept them niggas by 30. I said, well, God damn. I love it. I love God it. God damn, man. You know who I else love the needs? disrespect. And you know who needs to go right now? Who needs oh. to get the fuck out of Boston right now? Oh. And it's Cantor. Ennis, I like Ennis Cantor. 
He just changed his name. He's going at Braun. He's talking about the black community. He wants to be an American really bad, which he just became. He does. He just became like he's forcing it, and I feel like something bad's gonna happen to him. Like he got like in his cancer. He got to shut up though. Like even though he's considered a terrorist in his country, he is. He can't even. He he. That's part of the reason why he got his citizenship because he can't go back to his country. He can't go back. He's considered a terrorist there. But he's been here for years already now. Anyway, probably like 10, 15 years. So I wouldn't even be wanting to go. I like in his cancer. In his cancer is a Celtic man. What? He's a Celtic for sure. That nigga can't move his feet, man. Me and you right now in the pick and roll get busy on Cantor. I like, I like, I like in this Cantor. I like him. What do you think like about him. Kimba headed to the end of the bench? Kimba, He's Kimba, out of the Kimba rotation. need to get it together. He got to, he got to get it together. You know, I, I, I thought he should have stayed in Charlotte. I, I, I didn't think he should have left. You know, I mean, he, he had a pretty good chance here, but I didn't, I don't think Brad Stevens knew what to do with him, with like with his skill set. Brad Stevens never had a point guard like that, really. Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I it's mean, tough for Isaiah Thomas, but he was shorter than him, but Isaiah was different. Yeah, but Isaiah Thomas had like, a no, nobody expected Isaiah Thomas to do what he did. Yeah, and he wasn't too, you know, injury prone. Like, they was kind of young and it was fresh. Like, Kim, we got Kimba, he was kind of hurting already. Like, yeah. legs is all fucked up and shit like that. He was trying to get that super max in Charlotte, but they wasn't having it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm loving the, the the NBA season. Steph is acting crazy. Yeah, I love the NBA season right now. I did want to change my pick because my most improved is out. Um, Michael Porter Jr. is out for the season. I don't know what's up with that soft cookie cupcake, but yeah, lost him for the season. But whatever's with that, man. But yo, man, yo, just like I said, man, you know that's 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 one of the the bright spots of my day when I get to sit down and and, and watch games because it's just so much negativity in the news and everything that's going around. I'm just look really looking forward to the holiday season, man. I'm starting my Christmas shopping this weekend. You know what I mean? I was all. I got a very short list. Not too many people I'm buying gifts for. Fuck them kids. You know what I mean? If I don't got your address, don't expect a gift because, you know, that's the only way that I'm buying gifts is Amazon and online. That's it. So, you know, but I'm 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 definitely looking forward to the to the holiday season, man. You know, hopefully it brings it brings some good times. It's this is what I actually wanted to mention. Um there's about to be a shortage in everything. We're about to have a, there's about to be a shortage in groceries. Inflation's crazy. It's gonna be a shortage in uh beer and wine. It's gonna be a shortage in like um um lumber and um I'm, I'm even hearing that it's a short in Christmas trees right now. So it, it is there's there's about to be this big shortage and all because of the, the COVID restrictions. So, you know, the the basically the federal government you know, put this mandate on these federal contracts. So all these different shipping companies and all these different trucking companies, they're losing all their workers. And so there's going to be nobody to deliver all the goods that we need and that we buy on a regular basis. So there's about to be a shortage. And the, 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 the federal mandate on these contracts go in December 8th, which is next Wednesday, which is a little bit less than a week from now. And so, man, stock up, like stock up on your on your beer and wine, stock up on your groceries, stock up. Like now is the time because they're saying it's going to be a shortage in all these different goods and all these different supplies. So you better get it now. It's going to be a cold winter for you. 
I don't be needing too much, man. But I feel you. I mean, I mean, I mean, never, never hurts to have a bottle in the crib. Oh no, it never hurts to have multiple hurts to bottles. Have, yeah, at the a couple crib. bottles. You know what I keep at the crib, which is kind of weird. What? Some fresh unbaked cookies, man. You always work up to with the cookies. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I gotta keep them at the crib in the winter. I gotta have fresh unbaked cookies. Yeah, I don't this know why. This stay man. coming through with the cookies. Hopefully, man, I make it through the rest of the year. These fucking studs been trying to run me down. Oh man. Well, I kind of got into it before, man. But y'all gonna cut it out? You know what I mean? The other day, man. What I, what I tell you, bro? The first episode, I was driving. The stud cut me off and. And waited for the whole red light, green light to go through before the movie was cussing me out, acting like she was a real life nigga, like she was gonna pull out the blicky on me. Yeah. Then I went to the R and B silk joint the other day. I this girl walks up to me. I got quick story, bro. Quick, quick story. Quick, go ahead. quick street treat. Right. Quick street treat for y'all, right? <laughs> go ahead. Here, right. Yo, I'm at the R and B joint silk last week in Cambridge at the old Naga. I'm in there vibing. I'm chilling, right? This little pretty little shorty come up to me like, yo, I know you from somewhere. Do you know such and such? So I'm like, nah, like I don't really know her. Like, so she's like, nah, you do know her. Like she's really trying to convince me that I know some girl that she's talking about. So I'm like, nah, I don't know her. Tell me why her stud girlfriend come out of the fucking section. Yo, come out of the, she's with the goons. Right, she come out the section and she come over like, yeah, can I help you? And I'm looking like, nigga, can I help you, nigga? Like, what the fuck you mean? Can you help me, nigga? Like, yeah, like, how you know her? I'm like, nigga, I don't know her. I don't know neither one of y'all. Right, you know right. What I mean, like, why the fuck you like? Why you approaching me, nigga? Like, right, approach your bitch. That's how I know you not a real nigga. Exactly, exactly. Literally, not right. a real nigga because you approaching right. me and not your shorty. So she's like, yeah, like, well, you don't know her, nigga. Like, get out her face. Like, and snatches her away and bring her to the joint. Her girl turned around like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, don't say sorry to me. Say sorry to your bitch. Real aggressive you know I mean? on him. Because my whole thought process was, she don't want me to give it his vein. <laughs> that rubber duck you got at the crib ain't this. Right, right, right. <laughs> nigga said that vein. You ain't going to get that shower. <laughs> Like that 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 rain shower. You ain't gonna Niggas get that, that with that vein. rubber ducky. You know what I mean? Hit it with that vein. You ain't gonna get none of that, man. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta cut it the fuck out. You know what I mean? And then yesterday, I'm driving and fucking shorty. This chick cut me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling you. Yeah. I look. You can still feel somebody staring at you through your window, nigga. I look. It's the it's it's a dagger in the passenger seat, nigga. What the fuck you looking at, nigga? I'm like, nigga, y'all always hit me. Mind you, I'm floss picking. I'm chilling. I'm mad calm. I don't know what's going on. These motherfuckers running up on me, acting like they about to do something crazy. I'm like, yo, I don't know what to do with the daggers. Like, do I slap them with the backhand? Or, we don't want that. Or do I, like, do I call my sisters? Right. Like, what do you do with a dagger? Do you, do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Do I call my dagger cousins? Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, they got to, they got to, they got to. They got to get their situation yeah, situated because they stepping in my lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you already in my in lane. You're already shopping at my shops and the stores. You're copping my sizes. Right. And here you are now talking about, do you know her? Right, do you know her? No, nigga, I don't know neither one of y'all. You can say, you don't want me to give her that vein. That vein. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <laughs> man. That viggity. Shit, oh, man. Oh, man. And shit like that. 
But yo, shout out to all of our listeners, man, everybody that's been supporting the podcast. Make sure you check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms, bro. Tell them where to find us on social media. Make sure y'all tap in, man. Kick it with us, man, on IG, man. Go Members Podcast on Instagram, man. Follow us, tap in. And like I said, man, make sure y'all hit us in them DMs. You already know I'm one half for the Gold Members Podcast, certified gold member. Herb Reed, make sure you follow me on all social media at Herb Reed, H E R B R E A D. I'm the other half of the Gold Members Podcast, man. Certified Gold Member Tyson. Make sure you tap in with me on all social media programs, man. At Gold Members, man, on Twitter and Instagram. For sure. And we out. Shoot your mama house before Told Virgil White, brick on my brick. Hey yo, a Mary's filled with cash. I'm in the fashion district. Ah. Shoot your mama house before we have to pick it. All my niggas dealing, all my niggas killing. The niggas try to test me now, the niggas missing. Ah. Milk is still awesome. Water whip coke, I still boss it. Rose, say I'm.